Hey everybody, the con artists here. We are not here to talk about uh, anime this time around. Well, sort of, maybe. Sort of. <laughs> but, you know, we, we'll get to it. But, you know, we're doing something different than the uh, the anime core of the year or whatever. So on this podcast, we have myself, Sue, Scott. Hello. Dan. Hello. And Brendan's here. Hi there. Hooray. We have everyone today. Okay, the teams so... teams assembled. Assemble. Okay, so the uh, the theme of this podcast is actually Kickstarter. We're going to talk a little bit about you know, what we funded, some successes, some failures, and just, just have a good time with, with talking about Kickstarter in general. Um, so just out of curiosity, guys, how many Kickstarters have you funded? For me, it's 18. Oh, nice. Uh, counting Kickstarter and Indiegogo, I've got 29 projects between them. Oh, wow. I've only got about 13 here, and they're all on Kickstarter. 24 counting the one then on indiegogo nice all right so we got a pretty wide range of uh like we're all pretty invested it sounds like yeah seriously so let's start off with the good um why don't we talk about some success stories on kickstarter sky since you've got you know a ton i'd be interested to hear about some successes yeah uh, i guess i've got a like a kind of a wide range so i'll just call it a few from uh, i know each category as it were uh like video games i had a good success with the game cl fledge which is like uh like a daughter raising game in the vein of Princess Maker or Princess Maker 2, uh, or Indivisible, which is kind of like a Valkyrie profile, also like combined with platforming, like uh, semi-precision platforming. Uh, books, I think, have been very successful. Let's Speak English, which is like a comic book. I was very good. Cucumber Quest along the same lines, sort of like a, a web comic that uh, got turned into a physical book. And Golden Sky Stories, which is uh, like an RPG system uh, have all been really good books. I've hey, uh, hey, funded shout in, out to yeah. Golden Sky Stories. That was adorable. Heck yeah. Aw, isn't it? Golden Sky Stories is nice. Uh, I've helped fund a friend's escape room uh, two times, and those have both been successes. I got to go there and try it out, and it was awesome. Uh, what else? A couple dubs. The Vision of Escaflone dub and the Wakfu dub uh, were both funded because those are great series, and uh, it's nice to have them have good English voice casts. And Little Witch Academia 2. Like, oh, yeah. funded the actual whole project. Hells yeah. Good work. What do you guys got? I'll go since I mean, I'm much shorter. Um, yeah, go for I it. I also have Golden Sky Stories. I funded yeah. Wakfu Season 1. Came in this beautiful box set. Ankama, please. Wakfu Seasons 2 and 3. I will fund you, please. <laughs> um, so that was, that was fantastic. Um, actually, they may have a season four I Kickstarter saw that. going There's on a right se- now. Yes, I think it might have just ended. Uh, oh, so I, I have to be a slacker backer now. Um, yeah. I just caught that. But yes, yeah, so season four, like, so excited. Love Wakfu. Fantastic show. Um, Shantae, Half Genie Hero, I funded. It oh, was yeah. fantastic. Love it. Um, Way Forward did a beautiful job. Um, I also funded a tabletop RPG called Ryutama. And uh, it came in this absolutely stunning book. Uh, the artwork is gorgeous. I've only read through. I've never actually tried the tabletop game yet, but it looks like actually a lot of fun. Actually playing through one right now. Oh, dang. Is, it, is it good? Uh, it's a really good world creation. The system's honestly a little bit crunchy for kind of the lighthearted nature of it, but it's uh, it's still a lot of fun. So. Okay. 
All right. He was going to say, thank you for funding this. Like, I bought a copy at a convention. I didn't know it had been a Kickstarter. But yes. Like, yeah, yeah, beautiful book. It. Great. Isn't it? Great world building. Oh, my building. gosh. Yeah, it's, it's really stunning. Um, it's a little sad I haven't gotten a chance to play because it makes me sound like a bad backer. But um, <laughs> uh, very exciting. So that was great. So those are my biggest successes. It, like Scott, I also funded Escaflone in addition to some other uh, anime projects. But I think we're going to talk about that a little later. So mm. I'll skip skip those for now. Uh, I guess I can take it up next. Um, in addition to uh, a couple of anime and uh, some games, uh, some PC games and those sorts of things, I've also mostly backed uh, RPG and tabletop related stuff. So Golden Sky Stories is definitely one of them. Um, a bunch of uh, miniature and uh, tabletop games. One was for um, Hero Forge, which is a custom customizable, mm-hmm. you know, make you know make your own or design your own uh, individual 3D printed tabletop mini which is pretty rad and the kind of thing that wouldn't really easily get off the ground without this sort of thing. A um, couple of other uh, miniature, miniature ones. The latest one was uh, Blacklist Miniatures, which is like just a just a really solid series of like high-quality plastic uh, minis that are kind of more generic than your average uh, ones. A lot of them, they try to, you know, put all this personality into them. This is more like, hey, you just need to like, uh, you need a bunch of goblins, you need a bunch of wolves, you need like snakes or that kind of thing. It's that sort of deal. So you think um, it, so those are good for like filling in what like monsters in D&D or other settings basically. Exactly, yeah. And mm. uh, some generic adventurers that can need to be used for PCs or NPCs whatever you want. Just kind of a just a good solid baseline series of models uh, for a pretty oh. reasonable price. Um Others, uh, for me, it's mostly been, like I said, RPG systems, uh, the Humblewood campaign system for uh, D&D, where you play as a bunch of adorable birds. Uh, <laughs> what? That's great. It, it is. I mean, I saw a picture of, a, of an owl paladin, and I was immediately sold. So jumped on that. Um, Lancer, which is like a mech-based uh, far future role-playing system. Um, I've at least heard of that. That was actually in the uh, the itch.io like, bundle for justice. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. And uh, haven't gotten a chance to like sit down and play it, but I've looked into it, and it seems like a lot of fun. But yeah, it's just a just a lot of game and uh, tabletop related stuff for me for the most part, along with a couple of shows uh, with you know Wakfu and uh, Little Witch Academia too. So, a uh, bit of a spread. Nice. A lot of overlap here, not surprisingly. Wakfu season one, Little Witch Academia two, Shantae Half Genie Hero, Cuckoo uh, Quest. Uh, I've gotten a couple Quest. of like oddballs uh i kick-started the penny arcades automata like mini series which was pretty cool um, oh i don't even know about it what is that um every once in a while penny arcade will do like a couple of like weird theoretical comic like concept bits and uh i guess enough people liked the like weird prohibition era it's like, like twist and catsby type stuff well yeah, sort of. Twisted Caspies is, is kind of a, a an oddball case where they it's a running joke that they keep coming back to, uh, not exactly related to the, the kind of things that I'm talking about. Huh. The concept showcases are a little different. They'll do a, like a long form comic, uh, a, like a, a week full of three different long form comics. Each one sort of presents a potential thing that could have a much larger world attached to it. And they came back and they did like this uh, this like Prohibition era AI uh, interaction. Uh, like setting for automata a couple of times and then enough people liked it that they signed on to actually do a like live action cg uh like little mini series about it cool they give me a poster as i kicked at the the high level there let's see i kicked a um 
Oh, I've got sitting within arm's reach a book of kanji because uh, I was interested in like learning that from the ground up. I've uh, I've read through it about a quarter of the way of on hold because of various reasons. Hmm. Let's see, there was another couple of web comics. the The first two volumes of Sam and Fuzzy. I kind of oh, fell yeah, off of that one. Yep. I think that just wrapped up. There's like seven volumes now. I hadn't even realized there was more than the two I originally kickstarted. This ridiculous. Uh, I read a short little like Sonic the Hedgehog uh, Genesis era parody thingamabob called Not Enough Rings. That's in a cute little fuzzy book. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, oh, and I kickstarted Night in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Really? Did you? That was a yeah. Kickstarter? Yep, like, apparently. That game's in... great. Thank you for kickstarting it. Fascinating. I've only started playing it. I haven't gotten to the creepy parts yet. Hmm. Uh, look forward. It's it's great. Hmm. Nice. What's next? All right, now well, we went through all the good, so now we have to go through the yeah. bad. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit about some Kickstarter failures. And in this vein, I'm going for guys stuff you haven't received, and stuff that um, you received and just it wasn't good, based on what it was supposed to be. So I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm going to be intrigued by this. Uh, sure, I guess I'll lead off again. I've got uh, thankfully less here than in the good category. Uh, I think the only true, like, I got it and didn't like it is a game called Battle World Kronos. Uh, it's like a turn-based kind of strategy game, like tanks and stuff. Sort of like, um, uh, what's the name of those games for the Advanced, like Advanced Wars type stuff. Uh, and it just kind of clunky, kind of hard to understand, like not very engaging, just sort of generic. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. Uh, everything else is sort of in the, it's it like it kind of never finished category. Uh, a game called You Are Not the Hero. It was just going to be an RPG where you were like a townsperson instead of a hero. Pretty neat, but no updates in two years. Uh, the Mandate, a super fancy like sci-fi explore the universe and also build your crew and your ship type thing. Very ambitious, but no updates in three years. That one's toast. Uh, and a piece of electronics called The Lantern, which was going to be basically, hey, what if the internet goes down for an extended period of time? You can use this device to use satellites to talk to basically Wikipedia. Um, doesn't look like it's ever going to finish, although the last update was only a year ago, so who knows. And the oddest category, Channel A, which is a really fun like card game where you make up anime titles and then like try to describe the show they, they make up. The game is made. I have the copies. It's all great, but like and I the pins and the pins, but I think I backed it a pretty high level and like never got the rest of the rewards. We backed so it together with we like backed a, it together. Same. Yeah. With, well, but like, no, Scott and I had backed it at the highest level together with the express purpose of having our two rewards relate to each other. Oh yeah. It would have been super cool. It would have been super cool. And that just kind of never happened. And also we didn't get like, he's like, I'll send you the money back. And then just kind of never did. So a little bitter about that one, but whatever. It's been seven years. I can let go eventually. <laughs> anyway, that's what I got. Wow, intense. Uh, I guess we'll go in order again. Okay, so I had something called Japanese the Card Game, and uh, this was basically a language teaching tool. Um, you get these cards, and each one is colored and labeled for a part of speech. So there's particle, noun, verb, etc. That goes along with Japanese. And so you're supposed to play this game uh, that helps you to understand sentence structure and then obviously learn to speak the language. 
so this game is it's it's almost hard to say so it's not good and i think it's not good because it touts itself as being for beginners it's absolutely not for beginners. Um, I've done I've done quite a bit of Duolingo Japanese with my husband, and only now are we able to crack into the game and pseudo understand how it works. Um, the instructions that came with it were awful. Like the these things were this was clearly created like in a Word doc in ten minutes. It's so poorly put together. Uh, it's it's not very clear how to play the game, and then they have a video on it. The guy who created it has a video on it, and even that is not terribly clear. So uh, overall, it was it's not a great teaching tool, and I didn't no. lose a ton of money or anything. And and maybe if I was farther along in understanding the language and how it works, it it will uh, help me. But right now, it it feels like a major disappointment, and. I just own a bunch of these card packs now, so we'll see. Maybe, maybe I can understand it better in the future. But for now, it was it was disappointing based on what it promised and what it looked like it would allow me to do. I say, as a teaching tool for beginners, it sounds like no. It yeah. is not a teaching tool for beginners. So if anyone's pursuing it, um, don't buy it if you're an absolute beginner at the language. Um, the other item is, I was one of those tragic people who backed Mighty Number no. Nine. Ooh, wow, famous, yeah. infamous, infamous. Uh, I'm not gonna go into the whole shtick because honestly, guys, you can find YouTube videos that explain what happened so much better than I could. Um, it's just that it was awful. Like as, as explained in in any number of videos you're gonna watch, it was it was terrible, and I backed at a level where I was supposed to get like a golden costume Ooh. and guys literally all it is is this weird skinning where Beck becomes entirely gold like he's not wearing a gold costume he's just solid gold and looks awful to the rendering on his model because already the game looks terrible right but the rendering on his model when he's gold Beck is just atrocious even worse Right, and wow. it gives me no extra powers, by the way. It just turns my model gold, my character model gold. The other thing, which was just my favorite, uh, one of the things they threw in was a uh, an actual packaging, because originally it was going to be given electronically, and so I, I got a package, because I got the PS4 version, and I was like, okay, mm. awesome, Like it's going to come in a package now, and they're going to design it and everything, prepare yourself so i got a cardboard box oh no that i could fold up that looked like a retro gaming package that we used to buy as kids like when you used to buy huh. a game boy game do the folding yourself yes Fun. i had to do the folding myself and that was it that was what i got and i'm pretty sure i threw it out at this point i don't even i don't even think i kept it but anyway uh ultimate disappointment the game is trash i played it for a little while just out of guilt i was like i paid for this jeez it's it's awful so any creates i will never fund anything you make again Ugh, that is rough as bad as advertised by the rest of the internet but uh it's, well, it's, it's like to add to insult to injury while they weren't delivering the mighty number no. nine stuff they were attempting to fund a game called red ash which thankfully did not fund but Never again. And actually, just to just to cap, uh, Mighty Number no. Nine made me quit Kickstarter. That's how Ooh. angry I was because I felt completely and utterly betrayed. 
uh, and and I really felt like Kickstarter just didn't, as a company, did not vet this at all or had no control after a while and was just letting it spin out of control. I don't actually know that it's their fault, but I quit Kickstarter because of this this back. I mean, I think that like sentiment you have is one of the big reasons like games on Kickstarter are kind of, I don't know, we'll get to it later when we go into detail, but it's it's very hard to estimate a game and a lot of games don't work out. So Kickstarter, I think probably in response to things like Money Number 9, like it is you need to have a lot more stuff before you're allowed to even start a Kickstarter for a game now because of exactly this reason. Mm-hmm. That makes me very like, happy. Like, yeah, like basically this, like Money Number 9 changed how Kickstarter works. It was that bad. Yeah. Well, we'll get into, like you said, get into some of the details about uh, funding for games in particular and to have a couple of specific examples. But for me, I've actually been pretty lucky and I haven't had any, uh, I've never backed anything that's failed. Um, and nothing I've had was really, uh, terribly disappointing for the most part, with the exception of the mandate, which just has failed to materialize in the past five years. Um, and it's really just a shame because it's like an XCOM in space with, you know, like boarding actions and like the setting is, the setting is space Imperial Russia. And it was like all this really amazing visual flair, but uh, just did not materialize, and again, we'll go. We might go into detail on that later. Yeah, I've got some some detail later, mm-hmm. but yeah, very disappointing. Other than that, the only other kind of disappointment I have is this one uh, for a board game based on. Uh, I don't know if any of you know anything about Solomon Kane. Sort of a pulpy witch hunter kind of dude um, from okay. the like uh, from like the Conan era of fiction. Um, is he sort of like a Van Helsing? Very if I had much. To think so, of a character. Yeah. Okay. It very much like it basically if you're if you're familiar with Warhammer 40k or Warhammer Fantasy, the image of the Inquisitor basically boils down to this dude. Um, you know the the the, the wide brim stovepipe hat, the uh, the sword and pistol kind of thing. Yeah, swashbuckling and fighting like you know vampires and monsters and you know highwaymen and all that kind of stuff. And they made this elaborate like uh, branching narrative board game thing with all of these incredibly gorgeous miniatures and they keep updating, they keep showing this, uh, this stuff. So we know that it's continued to be in production and they're working towards it. But this thing was supposed to be delivered all actually a year ago this month. And while it became obvious that they weren't going to make that, you know, as they were approaching their final end goal, like the, the cost of this whole thing ballooned so much that it dragged on and on. And, Eventually, there's just going to be this enormous box of miniatures that's going to show up at my door, and I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to like play the game because it's just kind of left a bitter taste in my mouth. I'm mainly in it for the minis, so you know I'm sure I'll enjoy those. But yeah, it's just a. Uh, I think they they got bigger than they expected, and so you know again we'll get into some detail on how that how we feel that works. But that's mm-hmm. the only other you know. It's a disappointment right now. Maybe it'll redeem itself when I actually get my hands on the thing because it does look really cool. It's just like, meh, we'll see when it gets here. But really, those are it for me. Brendan? Um, I mean, as stated earlier, I kind of was hoping to get that cool thing from the Channel A Kickstarter. Uh, right. And I, too, backed the mandate. Uh, that was, oh, uh, that's one of the ones that all. I put... Got all three of us, I guess. <laughs> that's one of the, like, there's there's kind of an even split between Kickstarters that I kicked because I just wanted a physical copy of the source material and Kickstarters that I kicked and that I have like experienced now that I've gotten it and then like a third category of Kickstarters that I kicked and then just put on the shelf and haven't really like done anything with. 
and like I hadn't haven't even noticed that the mandate hadn't come out honestly because it I had just sort of out of sight out of minded it. Yeah, that's uh, fair. That means I had to go check my Kickstarter history. And I was like, oh yes, the mandate. I remember now. Uh, the only other thing that I can sort of list as a disappointment is that I did fund a documentary that involved a celebrity at a rather high level to the point where I was supposed to, like I and well I did get a uh, a like phone message recorded by the guy, but. Uh, I don't know. It kind of sounded like he was phoning it in. Har, 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 har. Uh, that's really too bad. But, I mean, eh. No, you know, none of those things I'm super duper broken up about, except for the Channel A one. That would have been so cool. I really want this reward still. Like, okay, still better. Sorry, seven years. <laughs> All right, lightning huh. round. Wow, that's interesting. I guess none of us are, like, super duper broken up, except me. Mighty Number no. 9, you're trash. Well, Mighty Number no. 9, the mandate. I think those are the big ones. And yeah, Channel A, hey, at least the game exists. But right. Yeah, okay. I think that was cool. All right. All the right. baseline works. Good, good. Okay. Um. So, lightning round. Go over some items that you got, but weren't what you expected to get. And do if you guys have some shout-outs of stuff you're funding right now that you want to tell people about that look cool, or that you're concerned are dead don't mention the mandate again <laughs> then let's you know let's let's go through those i don't have any like i said oh it 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 literally killed kickstarter for oh, me. oh that's right you're done with the kickstarter yeah i don't uh, know now that you've told me that it changed them now i'm i'm slowly tilt like changing my mind but good thing I you mean, told me I've, that i do have some things to say about like the finances of video games later so we'll get into that a little bit but uh uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess for stuff that wasn't what I was expecting, interestingly, they're both anime. Uh, I did kickstart Under the Dog and also a movie called My My Miracle. Uh, and sort of neither one of them, like they both finished, they both exist. I have copies. They just kind of, neither one of them was really, I don't know, what I was expecting to get. It's not like I'm necessarily unhappy with it. It's just sort of like I look, I watched it and I was like, huh. All right. I mean, it, it was a thing. Like it's... It's probably not there. Neither of them is the thing I'm really excited about going to watch again. It's not something I'm going to go show friends. It's just sort of like, all right, well, it happened. Uh, so too bad with that, I guess. Uh, as for shout out type stuff, uh, there's a game called Heartforth Alicia. I will talk about it in detail later, but it is still in production, chugging along after five or six years now. Uh, so good for them. And it looks like they are still making progress. Uh, there's one called uh, Unsung Story, Tale of the Guardians, which has a long history of like, we got the guy from Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, nope, he's totally not going to join this project. Um, it's dead for a while. Then a studio picks up the license and decides to finish it. And there's regular updates now. It's sort of not the game that it was going, it was proposed as, but it is going to be finished. So sort of interested on how that's going to turn out. Uh, that's a shocker when you told me about that game I in my head even before anything happened with Matsuno I was like this game is never gonna make it <laughs> like I looked at that Kickstarter and I was like no no way yeah I mean I was the, the promise of another Final Fantasy Tactics is just too great but so the, the, game the game they're going to produce is essentially nothing like the game that was originally proposed I mean some of the flavors still there and so on, but like, oh, we're going to have this cool system like based on triangle grids where you can like position your character. Not it's square grids now. Like, oh, they're going to be kind of Final Fantasy Tactics-ish looking. No, they're not. They're going to look more like, uh, I don't know, like World of War, oh, well, not World of Warhammer. What's the, 
World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft looking guys. Uh, so it's changed, but it looks like it will exist in the end. Uh, Super Dungeon Explorer Legends, which is like a board game with cool miniatures, like I played the original. This is like, hey, we're making a version 2.0 with better rules and all this cool stuff, and you can kind of get in on getting the expansions, essentially. They are on life support right now. Like, there was a post maybe a year, year and a half ago with a like, oh man, guys, um, we are now making other minis to sell, to get proceeds, to get take the money to finish this Kickstarter. So it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh boy, that's like borrowing from Peter uh -oh. to pay Paul type thing. Exactly. Like, it's not, it isn't technically dead and the company still exists. It's just like, it's iffy. It's real iffy. Which is too bad because like Super Dungeon Explorer was a product you could buy in stores and it was fun. Like, you know, it's not like I funded some fly-by-night company here. Uh, and lastly, Ambition, a Minuet in Power. Uh, a game oh, being yeah. made by Shout a friend. Oh, yeah, shout out to Ambition. Shout out to that. It's going to be amazing. Uh, you know, they had demos at PAX. Uh, I think they declared like one of the hidden gems of PAX. So I think we're all looking forward to seeing Ambition. Hmm. Definitely. And uh, we'll have a little bit more details on that later. You know, shameless plug for a friend. But uh, right. besides that, I mean, what I said about, you know, Solomon Kane kind of dragging uh, dragging out, it was a similar situation where it's like, I don't know if it's the same uh, thing as uh, Dungeon Explorer. It doesn't seem like it's on life support or anything, but it's certainly taking its sweet time. Um, and other than that, no, not really a lot of uh, stuff that I have. Uh, too many mixed feelings, except ah, I almost forgot there was a um, a set of uh, minis by uh, this group called Heresy Lab. Uh, some of you know that uh, any of the tabletop, ro uh, not role-playing games, but tabletop like war games, 40K and all of that sort of stuff, mm -hmm. has a bit of a absence of uh, female representation in a lot of their factions. Uh, just not that many female characters uh, because the games are either older or they just never, you know, developed that and they don't want to make new molds. And, you know, some of them are trying to address that, but there's a lot of third-party groups that try to make their own. But it's also really hard to find ones that aren't, like, you know, ridiculous pin-up characters and whatnot. So this was a... <laughs> Heavy metal from the 80s. Exactly. Which, you know, it has its place, but it's not what most of us are looking for. And uh, these guys uh, did this uh, called the Sci-Fi Heresy Girls, and it was a collection of, you know, characters themed very similarly to various factions from Warhammer. And they looked really good, like the models that they put up, uh, that they put up and showed were like, you know, pretty decent and, you know, very much in keeping with the style without being like too, you know, you know, not stupidly sexy and that kind of thing. And I got them and I got a pretty, you know, good selection. And I got the models, the models themselves, and they're just not as crisp as advertised, really. They're not, again, not oh. disappointing. And I'm sure with a good paint job, they'll work out just fine. But it's like, guys, don't show just your 3D renders in your, uh, in your <laughs> promos. Show your, you know, show the actual models, show the test models or something. You know, I know you want to only show off your best stuff, but you got to give people a realistic expectation. And like I said, I think with the with a little bit of love, they'll be perfectly fine. But you know, just a little, little bit of that, like, eh, this isn't quite what I was expecting. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that was the only one really that uh, I actually got my hands on and didn't uh, and didn't like, you know, one hundred percent get say like, yep, this is what I was hoping for. Dan, I have a very serious question. Throughout this podcast, you've said miniatures and models several times have you ever thought you oh. have a problem a very serious problem <laughs> i collect <laughs> miniatures for, for war games problem. it is 
it is by definition a problem. a problem. Okay, all right. As long <laughs> like, as we're admitting it on this podcast. No, we are. Anyone who does that, anyone who does this as a hobby, knows that drugs would be cheaper. It's, it is a, <laughs> it, 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 the plastic, the plastic crack has gotta get, has gotta get, uh, has gotta get funded somehow. Dan, if we ever make con artist swag. I am going to make a bumper sticker that says, I collect miniatures. Yes, I know the drugs would be cheaper. And you will get all <laughs> of the proceeds. Don't worry. Got it. Dan, you, the appropriate response is, I agree, but we have to, we have to make minis of ourselves too. <laughs> and thanks to Hero Forge, you can. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it, it's all nice. coming together, baby. Good stuff. Yeah, Brennan, you got anything uh, else that you know, didn't quite uh, measure up to your expectations or wasn't quite what you expected? Um, not really. I think I've gotten a pretty, you know, other other than the like, previously mentioned thing was I have a pretty good spread of, like, getting what I thought I was going to get, I suppose. Except, let's see, there's one weird, like, side venue for that as far as when, during the, during the delivery of... Little Witch Academia 2, there was one update that was like, hey, you can go to the like international trigger store and buy the first one on disc for a limited time. And I didn't do it. And I didn't notice until it was too late. And I'll <sighs> never forgive myself. Dang. Uh, I had I no idea. Now that you've told me disc. that, I am angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I didn't know oh. about that. That would be cool to have. Uh, and let's see. The only other thing that I've got that's in progress is a uh, a a little like top down Zelda style video game adventure thingy that's uh, giving updates uh, regularly. So I'm good sign. Sort of happy with that, I guess. Nice. Cool beans. Well, I think uh, we want to get into a discussion about like business side and why I'm bitter. I'm always bitter, let's be real, uh, about the security. And then Scott can correct me because he actually has numbers. But too bad. We guys, we chewed up so much time. Um, so we'll have to make a part two. Stay tuned for part two now with business, business, business. Business. This is a podcast by the con artists. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to us on iTunes or your Android podcast app of choice. For more anime and game-related content, please visit us online at theconartistsblog.com. Thanks for listening.